Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey friends, and welcome to episode 32, Midlife Mayhem, No Kids Required. Now you're kid-free. Now what do I do with my time? This is what this episode is about. So do you remember a time? Think back, because it seems like yesterday, but it's gone so fast. There was a time when no matter where you went or what you did, you had humans hanging off of you. You were always dripping in kids. You could not go to the bathroom by yourself. You could not finish a warm beverage by yourself or before it got cold. And on mother, Mother's Day, when you were asked what you wanted for Mother's Day, you would say, I just want one hour to myself. One hour, not a day, not a whole thing, just one hour. Where I don't even care what I do. I just want to not be taking care of other humans. Like, do you remember those times? They were hard. They were challenging. They were fun. They were amazing. Yes, all of that. But it was difficult. And we, we as moms were always just looking for one moment of peace where we could just think and not have to solve problems and do for everybody else, right? Now we flash forward to teenagers and the roles have reversed. Now we would give anything, anything for our kid to just come up and ask us a million questions for them to follow us everywhere. Now the roles have reversed. Now we do that to our kids. We're like, what are you doing? Where are you going tonight? What's going on? I'm all before I make weekend plans. I'm always like, "What are you? What you doing?" Find out what my kids are doing to make sure that if there's the slightest chance that they're not doing anything, that maybe possibly they might want to hang out with me for a little while. And usually the answer is no, even if they're not doing anything. And I get that. I don't take it personally, but it's hard as a mother. It's hard to be dumped by your children. I say that all the time. Your kids break up with you, they dump you, and it hurts. And we have to let go. And this is the part of motherhood, midlife motherhood, that is the hardest. It's because I'm going through it right now. And so I like to talk about it. And I like to come up with some solutions. Now that we have all of this free time, now what? And instead of putting it back on our kids, because Our kids have been our world for the past 20 years or however old your kids are now. And they have their own life. They're their own human beings. And now we have to fill this time with something else. And we weren't prepared for it. We weren't thinking ahead, thinking that this day would come and we're going to have a game plan. And so this is where it gets a little bit hard. Because now what? Now what? And we start to get restless because we have all this time on our hands, this time we used to pour into these humans that we created. Now, being in midlife, this is one of the biggest things that midlife moms come across is we feel we've lost our purpose because doing everything, being everything for our kids was our purpose. And now they don't need us anymore. But don't worry, they'll be back, you guys. When they have their own children, they will be back. But for now, we get a break and we want to make the most of this. But in this break, sometimes we can't see it for what it is. And we feel like we've lost our purpose. And this can be a horrible feeling because as a human being on this planet, the one thing we need in order for it to be a great experience is some sort of purpose. I don't care what it is. 
That's up to you. And everybody's purpose is different. There's no right or wrong purpose, but we need a purpose. Otherwise, we feel like we're just floating around aimlessly and it's frustrating. So we want to find a purpose. And I bet you that whatever your purpose is now, it's going to be different than before you had kids because you hadn't experienced that before. And it's changed you as a human being a hundred percent. So you are a different person now, and now you're going to have a different purpose. So how do we find our new purpose? How do we spend these precious moments of our life doing something that lights us up, that gives us the feeling of joy and purpose and passion and excitement and all of the fun things? If we don't know, we could start with what we don't want because sometimes we don't know what our purpose is because we've changed and we haven't had the time to go out and explore because we haven't had any time. So sometimes if we don't know what we want, we could start with what we don't want because usually we do know that. And so we could do process of elimination. We could just reverse and engineer it so we can make a list of all the things that we know aren't our purpose, the things we don't like doing. And start eliminating that way. So that's one of the ways that we can do it. But the key is that we want to get clarity on who we are now and what's important to us and what makes us feel good and how we want to spend our time. And getting back out there, that's a big thing. So having our life revolve around our family and then when that transitions, we want to find something else to put our attention on. And so we got to get out of our house to do that. We got to get back into the community. And we were in the community doing sports and school and all that. But we were in the community as like a mom or a family. And now we're getting back into the community more as an individual. So what are my interests? How do I get clarity on that? Just really spend some time focusing and asking yourself really good questions about you know, what makes me feel like I'm contributing? What makes me feel good? What makes me feel excited to jump out of bed in the morning? What are these things? And then you want to make a list, write them down, and then just start doing them. Because you're going to find that some of them suck and they're not what you like to do. They're not your purpose, but you'll never know unless you just get out there and do it. Just do it. So put the list together and start at the top and just start crossing those things off the list. That's one of the best ways to get out there is to just start trying new things. But one of the number one reasons why women in midlife um, don't do this, like they stay at home and they start to feel isolated and without purpose and that is because we don't feel good about our bodies because our bodies are now midlife bodies. And I talk about this on my podcast all the time. I could talk about this all day long. Our bodies are changing. Why? Because our hormones have changed again and it, our body is designed to do this. And so there's a period of time in perimenopause and menopause, going into menopause, where our hormones are changing and now our body needs to adapt and readjust to these new hormones. So it can take some uh, some time. And everybody's experience is different because a lot of it is based on your environment, 
your nutrition, how you think about it. I say this all the time that um, if you go to the Asian cultures, they don't have menopause, midlife um, symptoms like we do because they have different environments and they have different uh, foods and nutritional habits. And so they don't experience menopause like we do. It's called the second spring. And you go from being in your reproductive cycle, which is the giving of the life, you go to um, sharing and giving back. It's called the second spring. So you're going back into your community, from, but from a different mindset, from a, a giving back and from a place of wisdom. So now you're sharing your wisdom, all the stuff you've learned over the years. What happens is we don't want to go out into the world because we don't love the way our bodies look or feel because of the change in the hormones and the change in our physical bodies. And for me personally, when I experienced this, I was like, what the heck is going on? You wake up one morning and you just have fat on your belly and you don't know where it came from. You haven't changed anything. Nothing you've done has changed except now you're carrying this extra weight. And it's almost like you become puffy, like just a, a, a little bit puffier and carrying weight in a different spot now. And so you've got to figure this stuff out. And if you, I have tons of podcasts on this, but the bit, biggest thing you can do to help yourself ease through menopause is nutrition. That is the biggest thing. So go check out some of my other podcasts. I have a ton of podcasts about midlife nutrition. But we don't want to stop going out. We don't want um, how we feel about our bodies to stop us from living our full lives, from getting back out into the community or back out into the world, doing, finding our passion and doing the things that light us up. So it's a vicious cycle. It's like, ah, I want to go and, and spend this newfound time I have, but I don't feel good about myself. So I don't feel confident going out or seeing people because, you know, I look different. So what we want to do is we want to just change our perception of this. First of all, we want to embrace. I want to encourage women all over the world to embrace the experience of going through midlife and your body is changing again. One of the biggest and best things that I've done, and I'm a holistic nutritionist, so I'm all about food. I, I changed my nutrition 100% to accommodate my new midlife body. But one of the other things that I did was I changed my clothing size. And what I mean by that is my body changed, physically changed, like it does. Like remember when we had a baby? our body was different after that. When we go through menopause, our body is different after that. It physically changes. And so the size of jeans that I used to wear, they just don't fit anymore. Even when I'm eating healthy and on point and doing all the things when I'm feeling good about my body, my body has just changed shape a little bit. And so I made sure to change my wardrobe so that it fits my midlife body so that I feel good about it. I never want to have the thought of when I lose weight or when my body gets back to the weight it was, then I'll go out and do stuff because it's never going to happen because you can't compare your current body to your 20-year-old body. You can't compare your midlife body that has had children and gone through all the things that it's had done and gone through 
to a body when you are 20. We got to let that go. We got to love it and leave it and stop comparing ourselves to our 20-year-old body. Because remember, comparison is the thief of all joy, especially when you're comparing your current self to your past self. So let's start loving on our midlife bodies, being grateful for the life that it has given. Like these bodies created human beings. We need to be in awe of all the things that these bodies have done. And maybe we can't do the things that we used to do. That's great. Let's let those go and let's find new things that we can do. Because when you try something new, you're going to get better at it. You're going to not know how to do it because it's new. And then you're going to practice and get better at it. And you're going to see improvement. And everybody loves to improve at something. And so you're going to find something else that you love in midlife even better than the other thing. You never want to go back to something that you'll never be as good as at because it just won't feel good. So let's find some new, fun, exciting things that really work for our midlife lives. Let's own who we are and where we're at in our lives and embrace it. And how do we support that? How do we go forward feeling powerful with these bodies that have experienced all these things in the mind that has learned all of these things? and have our own back, this is how we start to really love our midlife. And it was like, man, I got all this time and I got so many things to do. I am feeling myself here. Let's go. So I am never the reason that I'm not doing something. That makes sense. Get out of that vicious cycle of, oh, when I lose 10 pounds, then I'll go out to the parties. No. Love your body first. Love yourself exactly as as you are in this moment. Appreciate all the things that your body has done and go forward and be awesome with that body. So buying clothes that fit was a real game changer for me. Noticing my brain, how it was telling me like that something was wrong or not good enough. Really have to be the watcher of your thoughts. That's really, really important. I heard this reminder today. I don't know where I heard it, but it just really stop to be in my tracks. Say we live for 85 years. We don't know how long we're going to live, first of all, but say we live for 85 years. That's only 85 summers. That's only 85 winters. That's only 85 Christmases. Like, I'm 54. When you look at it from that point of view, it's like, girl, let's go. We only have a few left. And those are not guaranteed. So let's make the most of it. Life is very short. And when we live from a place of really understanding time and how short and precious it is, that we can really, really like squeeze the deliciousness out of life, make every drop count and enjoy it to its fullest. Like let's get excited about this and not put things off because we don't know what's coming next. And in this time, when we're in midlife, we've got like the experience behind us. We've, we work, we have the money, we have the time. We can go and do all the things. Our bodies are feeling good. We can go travel. We can go do these things because we have that energy. We have that vitality. This is the time. Let's, let's make it big. Let's go for it. But do not 
please do not waste time spinning in confusion because this time is so precious. Like this time is brilliant. The freedom that we have, the wisdom that we have, the money that we have, the financial backing that we have, like, you know, all the stuff that we've done for ourselves to set ourselves up to be here. Let's enjoy it. So just decide and go for it. And if it's not right, no problem. Choose something else and go for it. Check it out. Experience it. See what happens. And then decide, do I like that? No, I'm going to do something else instead. You never know what you're going to like. Always give it a try. Always try new things because you never know where you're going to find that happiness. Something that really, really works for you. Once you decide... When it's not right, you can choose something else. But once you decide, you want to exercise self-discipline or getting good at it. Plan to do, here's a couple of three things that you could do for self-discipline. First of all, plan to do what you can do on your worst day. So if you decide, you know what, I'm going to try this new workout routine. It's going to be yoga because boot camp doesn't work for my body anymore. No problem. I'm going to do what I can do on my worst day. If I'm having a bad day, what would that look like? Oh, maybe I would just do like 10 minutes. I could do 10 minutes on my worst day. Yes. So that's my minimum. And then if I'm having a good day and I'm liking it, I'm going to go for 20. But I'm just setting myself up for success here. 10 minutes, I could do that. And then you want to show up and do it every day. That's the consistency. If you do something small every single day, down the road, you're going to get huge results from being consistent, even if it's just the smallest thing every single day. And remember, number three, if you mess up, just carry on anyway. Don't don't mess up two days in a row or don't tell yourself, oh, I've messed up. So what does it matter? And what pops into mind for this is like, I'm eating clean and then I mess up. I have some sugar or something like that. And a lot of us, our thought would be like, oh, I messed it up. The day is over. Forget about it. No, it's just one moment in time. It's just one meal. It's just one bite. It's just one snack. I'm going to get back on board because if you let it go for two or three, now you're back to where you used to be. So if you want to achieve something, you have a new goal, a new desire, new purpose. You want to do the three things. You want to plan something that you could do on your worst day, like your minimum effort. You want to show up and do it every day. And then if you mess it up, you want to just carry on anyway. And remember, think about this. If you started a year ago, you would have achieved it already today. No matter what it is, you would have gotten there already today. Just by putting a little bit in every single day. It doesn't have to be a big effort, a big hurrah. It's like, I'm going to show up and do the work every day. And then that will have compound results down the road. It's really, really important to be consistent, have that self-discipline, do the stuff that nobody else wants to do. It's easy to show up on your good days when you're having a good day, but when it's bad day, that's that is what makes the difference. That's what will make or break you. On a bad day, when you're talking yourself into, it's like, girl, I see you. I see what you're doing and I'm going to do it anyway because it's only 10 minutes and it's going to be hard at first. Yes, there will be days when you don't want to do it. Yes, if you are consistent and stick with it, you will succeed. It's how you show up on the hard days that make all the difference in the world. Remember, what you do today 
your future self will reap the benefits. Your future self will thank you for it. Your future self will be like, damn, that girl, that past girl had my back. So when you do the work today to get the results down the road, you're having your future selves back. So go create big, crazy awesomeness because this is midlife. This is where we shine. This is where we do all the things that we've been putting off and we didn't think we had time for, and we didn't have the energy for. Now is our time. So go out there and blow your own damn mind. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day and always love yourself first.